Zizak. This is a show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. With all of the complying by the masses, with all the mandates and near totalitarian narrative around what is best for us, wear masks, get everyone vaccinated, keep wearing masks though, prepare for your next vaccination, we seem to have lost sight of something, that this whole let's comply to everything that is asked of us is not going to get us there, not by a long shot. In fact, it's likely taking us in the wrong direction. When has trading freedoms for safety ever worked out for humans, ever? In today's times, we need and will continue to need feisty men and women, people with guts and courage. We will create nothing new by complying to every pseudo-authority figure that they throw at us, whether that be Fauci, Gates, the governor, or any other rep for the New World Order. The human spirit will not be weighed down by all this compliance and conformity. Where is our backbone? Where is our character, our strength? This reminds me of the great beat poet Gary Snyder, who, when asked, Why fight for the human tribe? Why try to change the world? He simply responded, because it's a matter of style. I agree. I, for one, am not interested in what the herd is doing for so-called herd immunity. My response? Wake the fuck up. We're all being lied to all over the place, and you know this. Men, am I calling you out? Am I saying to grow some balls? I am. Remember, fortune favors the bold, as my guest today so beautifully illustrates. I first came across my guest today in a viral video where he gets pulled over by a police officer for not having his license plates, registration, insurance, or driver's license. What then follows is a jaw-dropping lesson in common law and civil liberties. I couldn't wait to get this man on the show. Paul Remington Jones is a living example of walking the talk and living your highest truth. He is a man who lives free and knows his constitutional rights and common law something that we all might want to educate ourselves in the coming days. Here is my interview with Paul Remington Jones. Okay, I'm here with Paul Remington Jones, Paul Unslaved. Paul, welcome to Base Camp for Men. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Tony. It's good to be here. Yeah, you know, your videos are going viral. You probably know this. I... I I watched the first time I became aware of you. It was the it was the uh, the video of the police stop. It's people could go see it on YouTube on your YouTube channel, which is it's Paul Unslaved. And oh my God, it was like a lesson in common law and um, our rights and our constitutional rights. It was exhilarating, jaw dropping, and I was sort of like. How are people not talking about this and how are people not learning this stuff? It's really put my feet to the fire to start to look at my constitutional rights and common law. And how did you get started with all of this? Like, what was there something that you're like, okay, I've got to really learn my rights. Was it, did it come to you as a young man? Like what, what was the impetus to really become such an expert on common law? Because the the cop, it was amazing in the video. The cop starts by asking for your license and registration. I'm not going to ruin it for the listeners that are going to go watch this after this episode. But by the end of it, the supervisor is saying, I want to keep in touch with you. Go have coffee with you. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and and you were like so calm and cool and never backed off your rights. And it was just, it was a master class in kind of holding your own sovereignty, holding your strength, knowing knowing what your rights are. What what prompted you to start down this path? 
So basically, right, like it's 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 the journey, as they say, right? Not to be cliche, but consciousness, you know, is is on a journey, and then free will, obviously, is a part of it, and making choices. So basically, just you know, the long and short of it is um, choosing my own suffering uh, early on in my life based on other suffering that I perceived was happening outside of me, uh, led me to a sort of awakening or an awareness that I am the creator of all of my suffering. So how do I stop that? And then once I got to that point, I realized, well, if I can create all that suffering and hell around me, then I could probably create love and, you know, a kingdom of heaven around me, right? Rather than a hell. So I just started to realize, right? Knowledge of self is knowledge of the universe, as they say. And the more that I looked into who I was and who I have been and who I want to be and how to get there. And, you know, what is the root to all human suffering, right? I would ask these sort of profound age old questions and come to an understanding. And I believe it, 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 it's all about self, right? All of the dis-ease and the conditions that we see manifested in the outer world starts with the individual self and how they perceive themselves and the world. So yeah, once you start going on that journey, man, you know, you start seeing lies, deceptions. And again, when you get middle into the end of, of a certain part of the journey, right? Because I think this goes on as long as we're here, but you start to realize, oh no, this was not done to us. This was done for us. The devil has a function. It's mm-hmm. here to wake us up and get us in touch with our true selves and commune with the most high that's based in our conscience. That's so that's where I think I'm at right now is upholding that universal law. If I answered that question, I went off on the whole thing. You totally did. That's a beautiful <laughs> answer, actually. You know, um, when we first came on, I said, how are you doing? You said, oh, doing my best to help end the slavery. And I mentioned that, uh, you know, because a lot of people, it's amazing how many people are complying. You're in, in Colorado. I'm out here in Seattle. And people are just giving up their 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 rights, you know, they, and, you know, one of the videos I watched of you that I just delighted in was when you went into Home Depot and, you know, the guy, you had the guy so turned around, he didn't know what to make of it. It was so hilarious. He's, <laughs> he kept saying like, well, we are going to do this. And you're like, who's this we you're talking about? It's just me and you, buddy. Let's just have a conversation. He kept wanting to say, well, there's a sign over there. And you said, I'm not interested in your medical advice. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to look at lights. And uh, he just really didn't know what to make of you. And I, I was so delighted because, you know, we're at a point where, if we don't stand up right now, we're 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 gonna be slaves. Like it's it's happening. We're already seeing people are wearing masks all over the place. I'm in Seattle. People are wearing masks outside. I have no idea why they're doing that. They're so conditioned right now. Um, when you go into stores, do people constantly come up to you, or do they kind of leave you alone? What's what's the protocol where you're at? Because right now, people pester you if you go into a store without a mask. Some worse than others, but um, there's a point right now, I think, where we have to take a stand. Otherwise, we're just going to let them dictate these are the new norms for you. And and that's, and that's unacceptable. So let's just touch on a little bit of what you just said. And then maybe if you remember, yeah. you can answer me that again. Because, well, real quick. So right, no, people don't usually, there is no usual or unusual. It's just sort of mm-hmm. dependent upon the area, the time of day, who's working. You know, there's a lot of variables there. But uh, mm-hmm. Certain places I have gone back over and over again, and I've asserted my rights and I've educated them. You know, again, this is about 
I have to, they're under a misunderstanding, right? They know not what they do. So therefore they're in the dark and they turn away from the light and they will, they will crucify the light in the end because they know not who they are or what they do. And they think, right, because leading to what I was going to say about slavery and bondage, humans have been in slavery and bondage forever. And what I mean by bondage and slavery doesn't necessarily have to mean the physical manifestation outwardly of your body. Most human beings are driven or given their route in life by fear, one way or the other. Fear of not being validated or fear of, you know, being validated by the wrong people or, you know, all these different fears that literally it's a fear-based, fear-driven consciousness. Mm -hmm. So the the human species, you know, the human race, whatever you want to call them, goes through the same cycles over and over again because they choose the worldly right? The God of this world, which uses fear to make mm-hmm. all their decisions rather than love to make their decisions. So this is an old sort of cliche kind of hippie sounding, but really it's just ancient wisdom, right? There are, Absolutely. there is, there, there, you know, God is love and shaitan uses fear. Not to say fear cannot serve you from time to time, but the question is, what do you put the import of the fear on, right? For me, I'd say to these people, they'll say, well, we're fear... We're afraid of the virus. We want to get vaccinations. I say, I'm afraid of being poisoned and being enslaved. So my fear comes from the most high consciousness that gives me my birthrights that's codified in the constitution to be upheld. My fear does not come from the worldly systems, the group of black uniformed men who have decided to rewrite God's law in their own image, right? We know who Mm -hmm. and what that is, even if they don't know themselves what they are. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was funny watching the the cop video because he kept trying to insist that you need this and this and this to drive in Colorado, and you kept going up above him and saying, "No, I do not. I am not a driver of the vehicle, not by the way it's defined in the Constitution." And uh, you could see he did not know how to respond to what you were saying. He was confused. He had cognitive dissonance. You know, he quickly got. Uh, a supervisor on the phone and the supervisor seemed to know where you were coming from. It's like he has had these conversations either with you or with somebody that carries the same perspective because he was very appreciative of your perspective. And he was kind of like, I hear where you're coming from and you got to understand where we're coming from. This is how we see it. And he wasn't demanding the, the, the license and registration anymore. He was just saying, but you know, from where we're coming from, it looks like this. And it was a very cordial conversation between you and that police officer. Um, and I think one of the thing, one of the takeaways is we can help educate each other. We can have differences of opinion and be cordial and be civil and help each other rather than the shrill yelling and screaming about who's wearing a mask, who's not getting vaccinated and all this stuff that we see. Uh, I found that the dialogue that you had was very instructional, very great. I've passed it to many, many people and said, here's a great example. So keep up the good work because people are, are, are finding your videos and finding, and they're getting curious about common law again, rather than just saying, well, I don't know, this is, I, I'm not sure what, what's in the constitution, or I don't know what my rights are necessarily, because I haven't really done a deep dive into it. I think you're causing people to wake up and take a deep dive into what are my sovereign rights? What are what's common law? What's the what's what's the constitutional? What are my constitutional rights? All of these things could come into play big time as as the months and the next few years unfold. There's so, definitely a process going on on yeah. the planet right now, and it's an, it really what it is is it's an opportunity. The universe is creating 
is allowing people to create their own suffering while at the same time showing them the way out that's always been here. Yeah. So again, you know, it's the two paths. Create the same suffering we've always created here and get the same thing we've always got. Yeah. Do, you know, come under the law, the understanding and the eternal truth and create the new way out. You know, so I mean, again, it's like people will say to me, well, you know, this sounds good. That sounds good. Fear, 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 fear. Well, I did it. It's there. You explain. And then, you know, they'll go to their next thing. Well, it was a fake video. He must have been, he must have got his friends together and pretended to be police. You know, the human mind will go through all different types of contortions yep. to avoid taking full accountability and responsibility for the world we've created that we now live in. Yep. And for saying, how are we going to create the way out? You know, they'd rather just lie, ad hominem, ignore, uh, 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 critique, right? They're going to tell me how to do it, what I should have said. At, you know, at 28 minutes and 20 seconds, you said this and maybe you should have said that. I go, you know what? Great point. Why don't you go make the video and show us how it's done? Yeah, yeah. No, I... I, I Everybody... Have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Everybody, you should have done this. You should have done that. You're in the heat of the moment videotaping this conversation with two police officers who are trying to get you to agree and to be in a contract with them basically. And you held your ground beautifully. And in fact, even got the one police officer to say, Hey, I, I really love, you know, what, what you're standing for. And I'd like to stay in contact with you. And can you say, he even said, can you email me some material? Cause I'm really curious about how you're, how you're finding this wisdom and how you're finding this, this strength to stand in, in what's true for you and what's uh, what's uh, what are your rights and stuff. So um, I think people see that. I, I don't know why people would criticize the way that you reacted to any of that because I thought <laughs> I thought it was you kept your composure. You never called him any names. You you cooperated with him in it, up to a point. You weren't going to say, "Okay, here's you know, I'm sorry, I don't have my license." You weren't going to backpedal and and start to contract with him. But the bottom line is right, Tony. Yeah, that no matter who you are, where you are in this on this land that we call United States. That is proof positive, along with a handful of other videos that are on YouTube, that this reality exists. It's not only not our reality, it's the law of this land, which means yeah. the majority are mind and heart control, because not only do they not know about this, but even if they know about it, they don't believe it really can happen, that it's, right. it's real. Right. You know, so that's what we're here doing. We're here to tell these people, you've been duped, you've been had, and you've given away all your power. Yeah. Now, you know, you don't have to take it back. Just don't give it away anymore. There is yeah. no fight. There is no controversy. Just stop giving it away. And then good men will honor you. Good and good men and women will honor you and respect you. And bad men and women will do what they've always done throughout history. And we can't change that or control that. All we can do is the next right thing. That's beautiful. That's so true. Yeah. I love it, man. What uh, What's next for you? Are you just in the flow and doing what you're doing? Do you have any kind of, uh, you, you got other videos you're going to do? Um, people are finding your, people are finding your stuff, man. People are finding your videos and finding your channel. Um, yeah. Do you have any plans to kind of extend and expand anything or what? what's, what's kind of talking to you right now for the next steps for you? Sure. So I got, um, I got a trespassing court case that I'm dealing with. Mm. And then I'm trying to move my paperwork and move my case parallel to their complaint, right? I have a claim, obviously, that a public servant put his hands on me mm. because he had to believe that he had legal authority over me. And I believe that I was acting lawfully. So it was mm. an unlawful arrest, which these people now have, they're now at, at, a, at an 
an amazing level where the guy told me I got arrested twice. Actually, I got arrested the other day for trespassing, trying to do that video mm -hmm. with uh, vaccines with the military. Yeah. And he tells me, well, a unlawful arrest is still a legal arrest. I, I, I didn't even really know what to say to him at first. And then I, I had to like, you know, as I'm handcuffed in the back of the cop car, I had to say to him, you, you realize what you just said, right? You just said that you believe you can do something unlawful. That means causing loss, injury, or harm outside of a contract, and it still be okay because you wrote something down on paper with a bunch of other men. Yeah. That is literally the, the, the complete reversal of natural law and universal law. That, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so now, so what does he do? He puts COVID instead of having me sign the paper and whatever else and, and binding contract and serving the correct way. He just writes COVID-19 where my signature is supposed to go. So now, you know, see what, what these people are doing in their hubris, their ignorance, arrogance, egoic consciousness is creating more and more liability for themselves that someone's going to have to hold at some mm -hmm. point. They're going to have to be left holding that bag because now not only are you lying to me on camera. Not only are you violating the law for legal procedure, but now you're uttering forged instruments to attempt to administrate my property. Mm -hmm. So you're just like creating one fucking piece of liability after the next, showing that you have just a wanton negligence and abandonment for or abandon for any type of upholding a proper process of government and, 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 and universal law and common law and constitutional law. There's so many levels of just criminality going on right now that I'm, I'm not even having to fight or do any controversy. I'm simply turning on a camera and I'm remaining in honor. And these people are just like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about anything yeah. right, wrong. We're just going to do what we want. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. I guess we'll see how that plays out in the court. you know. And that's where I'm at right now is we're going to see when we get in front of court who, who or what thinks that government created by man has the ability and the right to administrate man's property and to dictate to man, and especially in a common law land, right, where you sworn yeah. oath to uphold uh, uh, rights. Yeah, you you know you you have such a, a, a depth of knowledge around common law. Is there any any websites or any books that you that you got your nose? I know you've studied a lot on it, um, but that you could recommend for the listeners because there's a lot including myself, you know, I was like, I don't really know this stuff all that well, but I'm really feeling the call, you know, watching your video and, and seeing what's going on with the masks and, and how our liberties have been chipped away at and, and the behavior of my fellow citizens around town and stuff. Um, it has caused me to roll up my sleeves and say, wait a minute, I, I'm not, uh, I've studied a lot of different things, but I haven't studied this. And maybe this is the most important <laughs> thing to be studying right now. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's the thing is that I've come to now realize that when you tie this all together, that true spirituality and true courts and true government, right? Because really government in Latin means govern the mind or mind control. Mm -hmm. So what we have here is de facto mind control. And again, we can get into mask wearer, the term person, legal person, the term person means a mask wearer. So now we're literally surrounded by legal persons who are wearing actual masks when the word person means mask wearer. Mm. So, you know, language and words and terms and energies are, are, again, as within, so without, as above, so below. We are manifesting, we are spelling, right? We are casting spells and evoking and creating a set of situations and circumstances that we have no idea what we've pulled up because we don't even know what the words mean. And, and you know, again, it, it's when you say study this, 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 this spans 
many sort of disciplines and subjects, but it really amounts to, to one sort of cliche phrase that I said before, knowledge of self is knowledge of the universe. If people would turn off their TV, stop chasing money and power and status, you know, the old cliches, and yep. start to sit with themselves and realize who do I, and again, this is why sort of FEMA camps and prisons and lockdowns are really good. The devil has a function because in order for you to stop creating the suffering, you've got to keep creating the suffering till you're tired of creating the suffering. Right. So you're going to have to be locked down with yourself. You're going to have to be forced to look at who and what you are and how we got here in order to say, you know what? This is crazy. This is ridiculous. This is insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different yeah. results. We want something different and new. And then the problem always is in history is someone is then brought in with this something new. And the something new is very different. It's very similar to the something old, right? right? So again, the solution has to come from within. Every problem contains its own solution. And we as an individuals are the problem. So within that problem will contain its own solution if we will go within, if we will question our belief systems, question mm -hmm. our authorities, question what we, you know, think is true, what we know to be true, when everything around us, we're manifesting lies and deceptions and illusions and delusions, you yeah. know? So again, it's because of the state of the mind of the individual that we have collectively created this outcome, right? Because the word meant on everything means mind when you use the term enslavement. So in order to have a group of slaves in enslavement, each individual has to be enslaved in the mind and heart first. You know, and that's why I talk about mind and heart control. I don't think a lot of people, they think I'm being flippant or they think that I'm being too extreme in my um, term of, of saying that. But I, I absolutely believe that we are under mind and heart control. And that's why our actions collectively are leading us to one place, which is self-destruction, uh, self-mutilation, degeneration of the genetic code. And a, you know, sort of an end time scenario, right? Not to totally. be religious, but yeah, yeah, I can look in the scriptures, you know, abominations, as they say. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think you've got your finger on the pulse. I mean, there's a lot of ways to describe it, but certainly there's a great awakening happening, but also you could see all of the the maneuvers, you know, with vaccines and, and uh, you know, the infringements on our rights. You could see this kind of creeping fascism, creeping totalitarianism, uh, so, you know, the uh, 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 Marxist uh, agenda that has crept in. Um, there's a lot of powerful sort of energies at play. Um, and underneath it, there seems to be an awakening happening with we the people and with humanity. And certainly videos like yours are helping to spread uh, uh, tools perspectives that are going to help us see through this clearly so we're not buried in disinformation and lies that the mainstream media is just peppering with us constantly. So I, I hear your advice, unplug, um, go within, the answers are within. Paul, thanks so much for coming on Basecamp for Men. It's always stimulating to talk to you and thank you for bringing your insights and your wisdom. And please keep up the great work and we're going to follow you on YouTube. I'm going to direct people to your videos and uh, anything we can do to help you um, uh, expand your message and take it to more people, let us know. and We'd be happy to support you. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate you, bud. I hope you enjoyed our time with Paul Remington Jones as much as I did. To see his viral video with the police officer, the hilarious one where he walks into Home Depot with no mask, go to his YouTube channel. It's named It's Paul Unslaved.
Since this episode is about guts and being a free thinker and having some balls as you go about navigating a narrative that seems hellbent on taking away your liberties, I give you one of my favorite feisty individuals, one of my all-time heroes, the great George Carlin. Enjoy. It's just one more way of reducing your liberty and reminding you that they can fuck with you anytime they want, as long as you put up with it, as long as you put up with it, which means, of course, anytime they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs, why these fucking pussies? You can't even get a decent hamburger anymore. They cook the shit out of everything now because everybody's afraid of food poisoning. Hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a fucking chance, will you? You know how many people die in this country from food poisoning every year? 9,000, that's all, it's a minor risk. <laughs> Take a fucking chance, bunch of goddamn pussies. Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're gonna do, you're gonna get sick, you're gonna die, and you're gonna deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. <laughs> now, hey, God it. Hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. <laughs> and at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. <laughs> it strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. <laughs> so. So personally, I never take any special precautions against germs. I don't shy away from people who sneeze and cough. I don't wipe off the telephone. I don't cover the toilet seat. And if I drop food on the floor, I pick it up and eat it. I eat it. Yes, I do. 
Even if I'm at a sidewalk cafe in Calcutta, the poor section, on New Year's morning during a soccer riot. And you know something, in spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds, I don't get flu, I don't get headaches, I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system and it gets a lot of practice. My immune system is equipped with the biological equivalent of fully automatic military assault rifles with night vision and laser scopes. And we have recently acquired phosphorus grenades, cluster bombs, and anti-personnel fragmentation mines. So, when my white blood cells are on patrol, reconnoitering my bloodstream, seeking out strangers and other undesirables, if they see any, any suspicious-looking germs of any kind, they don't fuck around. They whip out the weapons, they wax the motherfucker, and deposit the unlucky fellow directly into my colon. Into my colon. There's no nonsense. There's no Miranda warning. There's none of that three strikes and you're out shit. First defense, bam, into the colon you go. And speaking of my colon, I want you to know I don't automatically wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom, okay? Can you deal with that? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. You know when I wash my hands? When I shit on them. That's the only time. That's the o And you know how often that happens? Tops, tops, two, three times a week, tops. Maybe a little more frequently over the holidays, you know what I mean? And I'll tell you something else, my well-scrubbed friends. You don't always need a shower every day. Did you know that? It's overkill. Unless you work out or work outdoors or for some reason come in intimate contact with huge amounts of filth and garbage every day, you don't always need a shower. All you really need to do is to wash the four key areas. Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. Got that? Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. In fact, you can save yourself a whole lot of time if you simply use the same brush on all four areas. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors, and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac, and you're listening to Basecamp for Men.